What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. And so you're competing not just with the photographers, but with those other industries. So if you start taking yourself out of photography and say... You know, some people say, oh, no one will spend that much on boudoir photography, but how much are women spending on other things to get the same thing? Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJaso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur. And I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will give you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is a place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm chatting with Lisa Edwards from Photo Bacon. Now, she's a photographer and also an online educator who helps her students with their businesses on marketing and how to get clients and how to deal with their competition so their competition is completely irrelevant. I'm super excited to dive into this conversation. So without further ado, here is Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Great name. (laughs) Excited to be here. (laughs) So tell us who you are and what you're passionate about. I really love just bringing more value to my clients. And for me, um, I've done that really well with tweens and some other sessions. But in general, not just giving value, but being able to say, hey, this is why photography is so valuable. And so for me, it's important that I do that and, you know, let them know, okay, this is why. It's not just newborn photography. It's not just a tween photo of your daughter. It's about helping that tween feel confident, right? It's about creating the family history so you can pass that along, you know, with your grandchildren one day. And also helping other photographers communicate that too, because as we all know, there's a lot of competition 
And being able to share why what you do is so valuable to you, you know, your work specifically is just something that, you know, I'm super passionate about and has really helped me too. So I have to ask, why photo bacon? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, I had like 500, you know, idea name brainstorms. And I was, you know, I first went with the abundant photographer, which I think might actually someone else might be using that now. And then I ended up at like a business building local event thing and where we had to like meld weird business names together and someone threw out the name bacon and I'm like, photo bacon. And then, you know, like make more bacon. Right. And so my whole goal is to help photographers grow their businesses and make money. So that's where that's from. I love it. (laughs) It's so good. So I love this quote from your website. Stop competing for the same clients and dollars as the 50 plus photographers in your area. Start making the competition irrelevant and get the clients you want. Can you share with us your tips where photographers should start in their own businesses to make this possible? Yes, yes, yes. So I have kind of a three-step process. And so I'll kind of go through the the steps. And I've got um, a worksheet that I'll give you if you can link that later if that works. You bet. We'll put in um, the show notes. So yeah, are you okay with, I'll go through like an example. And if you want mm-hmm. to, we can use one of your niches as an example sure. too and kind of go through the exercise. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So the first step in making the competition irrelevant and, you know, not competing anymore is first of all, figuring out like, what is the real benefit of what you bring? Like, what does your session do? And it needs to be something that your target market actually wants and that it matters to them. So like, if you're a dog photographer, just because, you know, your images make, you know, their hair, not hair, fur look more fluffy, and that is a real, you know, you actually do that, your client doesn't really care. So you don't want to market to something that people don't care about, right? So the most obvious example I'll give is like boudoir photography, which I don't do, but this, it just, it's so easy to just see this. So a boudoir photographer really, depending on, you know, they might have different niches, but they're really giving women sort of the gift of feeling confident and feeling beautiful. So if you're in that niche, that could be like your big benefit that women do want. Then the kind of the second part of this is what other industries and products does she buy? Does that target market buy to give her that feeling? What is this person already buying? They're using those dollars to actually prove, hey, yeah, this is something that I want. I mean, makeup, like I'm thinking about how much I spend and I don't like, mm-hmm. I see a lot of friends spend more. <laughs> clothes, getting mani-pedis, fake lashes, all those things. (laughs) I was Um, like, that sounds like a perfect day. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, so that, that, you know, when we're spending a ton of money on that and she's using her dollars to say, you know, I want this. And so you're competing not just with photographers, but with those other industries. So if you start Mm. taking yourself out of photography and say, you know, some people say, oh, no one will spend that much on boudoir photography, but how much are women spending on other things to get the same thing? So there's that. Um, So this is kind of step one, right? So what is the real benefit that you bring your clients besides just the photos? 
I would say the experience of capturing that essence of that baby and then at seven, eight days old, because they're never going to be that age ever again. Right. It's so fleeting. Um, you basically said, you know, it's another way of saying memories that last a lifetime, right? I mean, yeah. that's what we all do. So, yeah. so you're capturing that like moment that they can never get back. So what else are they possibly on other industries or products they might be spending on to kind of do the same thing? Oh, they're buying like expensive peg Perego strollers and car seats. They mm-hmm. are, um, you know, looking at the baby, latest baby carriers, the cutest little millennials, you know, ask outfits that are made of muslin and like crazy expensive, like Jamie Kay and like, what could you do in your marketing or in your session or in your ordering session, your product delivery that could create like even a little bit more of that value for your client. Mm. So with your niche, it's sort of like you said, the essence, like capturing the essence of the baby, they can't get back. So, you know, what could you add in? Or do you already do have, you know, that kind of thing? Video. It's showing Video. Like, the, the stretches yeah. and like the, oh, yeah. the yawns. It's like those in-between moments when baby's not necessarily sleeping, but mm-hmm. they're actually like, they're showing their personality. They're showing you like the little, the yawns or like the funny faces when they're falling asleep and, um, or like a poop face, like things mm-hmm. that aren't going to last. <laughs> and so one thing I do is I, I have actually, I do them with my camera, but I also have been starting to do them with reels and stuff too. It's just with my phone, just going through the session and like just pulling it out for like eight seconds here and there. And then after I send them like a little reel from their session. And it's just I like, it's, it's something that is not really costing me anything more, but then I also have something I can use for marketing as well. Right. And I think that's a huge, because I like, I'm thinking back, I have photos of my babies doing the, you know, mm-hmm. the like, ah, thing yeah. and the, like, <laughs> but I don't have any video and that would be like so yeah. perfect. And I love exactly the way you explained that. So then here's kind of the third step in the whole process is now linking the desire. So we've got you as the photographer in one spot. We have the big benefit that you do bring, but you know, it's something they definitely want. And now you have to link that with your marketing. So using your words, right? So saying, Hey, I am the photographer, you know, that will bridge this gap the best for you, or I'm the only one who can bridge that gap type of a thing. Like with your niche, a story you could tell, like when, you know, maybe it was when you were a mom, like, when did you realize like these moments are the, you know, are the things we take for granted? Did you kind of like not notice it till after your kids Mm -hmm. were, or do you only have, you have one? We've got one little guy. And one, one okay. story, he's cute. And, I see his photos on Facebook. And one yeah. story that kind of came to mind was that, so when my son was born, it was like 2009 and I got my first iPhone, not until 2010. And those original iPhones, we didn't, I don't even think we had video on them yet. So when I went back and I was like saying to my husband, I was so mad at him. I was like, why didn't you take more video of Van when he was a baby? And he's like, because it wasn't invented yet. And all we had was like a video camera. <laughs> like a big, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I was like, and what I would give just to be mm-hmm. able to go back and just watch him more. Yeah. And like, and see those videos or see his like smiles or his poop face or like just all the ridiculousness of him being so small and little. And I don't have that. 
and how how it is so special just to capture all these little memories, even though it feels like you may be pulling out your camera all the time or just having someone who knows what they're doing to be able to like just capture it for right? you. While you're a tired mom and like yeah. don't want to do anything but sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So like that would be like a story. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's such a perfect story. Like what I'd give to see my son's poop face again as a subject line. Right? Like, <laughs> I would, yeah. I mean, I would write that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I joke my business name should be Milk and Funny, not Milk and Honey. Ah, so, yeah, right? yeah, I like it, yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, you could totally, you know, say back in whatever year, you know, I, I was mad at my husband. He didn't take the videos I wanted. And then he told me video wasn't invented <laughs> on the iPhone back then. And then transitioning into, you know, all the little things you wish you could just watch. Yeah. And then, you know, that's why just recently in my newborn sessions, I started doing these reels and then like transitioning into why, like, you're the one who does that. Love it. Now, would you do like a testimonial one of maybe a client that you had done that with? Yeah, I think so. You could. Yeah. You could say like the baby's now a year old and the mom's like, this is the only thing I have of these moments and I'm so thankful I have them. And so that'd be like a perfect testimonial because I was too tired to take those kinds of things. And I didn't even realize I would want to watch the poop face again. Thought it was gross back then (laughs) or whatever, you know? So yeah, you could totally do testimonials. One thing that just like almost like brings me to my knees is like, you don't realize the last time you pick up your child is going to be the last time you pick up your child. Oh, Right? Doesn't that, like, I, that makes me want to sob cry. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. No, you don't know. It's going to be the last time. Right? Like, so, like, capture all the memories and the images of it. I know. Like, ow! It's like all those little <laughs> things that you just don't even know you're going to miss. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're in it, you're like, you're in it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're out of it, you're like, what I would give to go back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have a, and I'm going off tangent here, I do these celebrate mother's day mini sessions. And I did myself in one the first year I had my husband take the photo. I had, I can't remember what I'd written. It was like my youngest son's like open mouth laugh or something. And I can't remember, like I have it written down, but I remember like going back and reading that like a year or two later and saying, I don't even remember Mm -hmm. that. I know. So glad I have it written down, you know? So anyway, so those are the steps, just really kind of what is the big benefit you actually give to your clients they care about, what are they already spending on to get that benefit, what can you do or are already doing that really you can like bring into your marketing and link to why you're the person and you're giving what them what they want. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's great advice. So I think a lot of photographers really struggle with doing sessions that they just don't love because they kind of feel like they have to. So do you have any mindset shifts or tips that you have to get over this and start saying yes to what you love and no to what you don't? Yeah, for me, gosh, it's been at least five years since I've done a wedding, but weddings used to be like half of my business as far as the income that was coming in. And I didn't want to do them. Um, I didn't hate them, but I started having kids And they went to daycare all week. So it was like, I only had weekends to really, you know, be with my kids. So I didn't want to do them, but I was scared. And I feel like a lot of photographers, maybe that's the same position they are in or 
are going to be in or whatever. So the first year I just took it slow, start, you know, I just said, okay, I'm, I'm cutting it down. So I'm only in the summer months doing two weddings a month, not doing every weekend, two. And because I was scared to lose all that income. Mm-hmm. And so then the next year, you know, I was able to market more um, portrait sessions and that kind of thing. The summer is just in Montana. That is the season for photos, yeah. right? So it was like, okay, I could, I filled the gaps with these sessions. The next year I only did one per summer month. And then eventually I just was like, I just don't want to do them. I've replaced most of that income. I raised my prices and it's like the best thing when you're like, I'm just going to raise these prices. I don't care if they book me. I just, I don't even want, but I got two, two weddings. And then I just said, all right, I'm just shutting it down at this point. So anyway, just start slow. And so you don't have to like crazy commit. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I've been slowly stepping out of doing family sessions mm. and um, it's like a really, really slow breakup. And I'm yeah. just like, and I've, I've already had clients like inquiring and like, they're like, can we book with you for next fall? And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm really mm-hmm. having, like, I actually sit on these and I'm like, can I tell you in two weeks? And I'm like, no, Lisa, you know, you know, you, you don't, know, you don't want you, to, like, right? You already know. If it's like not lighting you up, like, why are you like, pers- like prolonging yeah. it? Just like bandaid it girl. So right. yeah, I've had, I'm going through some major business puberty right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you've become a woman now, Milky right? Way. Or I'm milk and not honey. a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, so can you maybe share some advice on those that might be even struggling to get inquiries and what they should be doing in that right, situation? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the first thing is to stop thinking of yourself as just a photographer posting about your photography you know, whatever marketing, whether it's, you know, your email list or however you're doing marketing, but like start thinking of yourself as a person that's like bringing joy. You want people to enjoy seeing your marketing and react positively to that. Not only for like algorithm things or whatever, but because you want to be that person that they, you know, want to go to, to feel better on social media, not worse. Right. So the big thing too, for me is creating that marketing, like we talked about earlier in that process, that is more emotional. And my big thing is always, for me, anytime I post to social media, it's to get them to my website, to eventually get them to my email list. I shouldn't say every time because it's not always, but a lot of the times it's like, okay, the whole goal of this is to drive them to my email list. So for many new photographers, they look at what the other photographer down the block is doing when it comes to their pricing, and then they just stay there. So can you share your advice on how they can get away from that and any advice you have on maybe pricing yourself to be creating a profit? Yeah, I mean, the first thing, right, is is confidence. And it's easier said than done in having the confidence of your prices. Like, I'm even going through this not with portrait photography right now, but with some fine art stuff that I'm now creating a website to sell. And I'm just like going through that, like, I don't know, can I charge this? Like, it's like the same thing, but like a different, it's just like this whole like psychological warfare, we'll call it like in your own head. (laughs) Um, You know, for newborn photography, same thing. I know that what I do with these reels, I, I wish I could pay money to get that back. Right. And I can't now. And they're buying all these clothes, which are cute, but, like, they just end up at Goodwill, like, in a couple months. So, like, just giving yourself that, like, 
I could do it. Yeah. But then on top of that, like actually pricing yourself profitably. So I have this calculator and I can give you the link too on my website. Yeah, that'd be great. It's super, it's like, it doesn't go in. You're not putting in all your expenses. Here's what it does is you put like what you want to make, how many sessions you realistically expect. Like, so if you're just new in business, you're probably not going to say 90 sessions. You know, you might say, I'll probably get 40 sessions. I don't know, you know, exactly. But then you add in, if you've been in business, you take whatever you spent last year, not including cost of goods, but like maybe, you know, education, maybe, you know, your um, clothing for newborns, if you have that, everything. And then the the calculation, I think, adds, I think it's about 20% because we all end up spending more. And it pops out the number of what you need to make on average. And so the thing with this is most people add in their monthly expenses, but they forget to add in all their little extras. They're like, oh, I have this subscription and this and this and this. They don't add in all those little extra things like the book or the coaching program they're taking. And so this will give you a realistic number. And you're going to be able to see like, I need 500 sessions at a $400 average. I can't do that. (laughs) Right. And so kind of having that moment of like, this is the hard truth of the matter. Yeah. Is that I need to change something. Yeah. I love that. That's great advice. So what do you wish more photographers knew? Well, the first thing is that I'll be a mom again. That being a photographer shouldn't define you. That, and I have had to learn that. I've had like some moments like I'm yep. a photographer. And it's like, what if I'm not a photographer? Just photography happens to be like the medium for the value you bring right now. And like you said, you were used to be a makeup artist. Like, yeah, I can see how like creating that beauty, like at that moment, that's what you were at this moment. This is what you are. Yeah. And now you're also teaching other photographers a good friend of mine here in town, she transitioned to mostly boudoir photography, Melissa Reynolds uh, of MK Photography. And now she also does like coaching for women and like clients cross, you know what I mean? Like those clients become that. And so it's like, she has a thing and it it isn't just photography. I love that. I think, I think, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's like literally what I'm going through right now. I've been like chatting with my business partner, my therapist, and like all the mm-hmm. people oh, about like yeah. <laughs> how my identity is so tied to being a photographer and how like I am going through this like puberty mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. like and just trying to figure out what I want to do, what brings me joy and what makes me happy. And like maybe serving clients isn't what I want to do, mm-hmm. but I still want to be a girl with a camera. So, right. And I'm like, can I do that? <laughs> right. oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> right. This is so crazy. It's like, can I just be the mom who has this as a hobby again? Yeah. Sometimes that goes through, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. so, it's so crazy. It's like the thing you built up, at least for me, like yeah. your goal, like this is what I want to do with my life. And then you get there and then yeah. your priorities kind of start shifting and yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah. You're like, what do I want to do now? Do I still want to do this? I don't even know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so, yeah, we're all there, really. We're all there. Okay, you ready for the lightning round? Sure. Okay, coffee or tea? Coffee, please, with an extra shot if it's a Americano or Love it. mocha or whatever. Last series you binge-watched? Um, Survivor Season 37, the David versus Goliaths. It was like on 
Netflix, I think. It just went up, which I've never watched on regular TV, but I like couldn't stop. I'm like, the more nerdy people need to win. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Last big indulgence for yourself. I just bought um the remarkable it's like a tablet that feels like paper but i haven't gotten it in the mail yet you have it okay i'm so excited for it um i got it in 2014 i think so i have like the og one oh yeah so let me know what this one is like i mean it was really good back then i just forgot to use it all the time that's kind of i'm a little worried i'm gonna do that but i love tech and i can't help it it's Mm -hmm. a compulsion (laughs) (laughs) well i love paper and i'm like well let's make the paper techie and use that i guess so um favorite guilty pleasure definitely chocolate like dark chocolate truffles like yeah chips or ice cream ice cream mint ice cream (laughs) um what lights your heart up this is so corny, but like seeing other people fulfill their dreams. So when I was pregnant with my first son, the Macy's Day Parade was on and I started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, those little girls in that dance group, this must be like their dream. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the hormones. But like, I kind of get teary eyed when I see stuff like that now all the time. So (laughs) I love that. Oh, we're cut from the same cloth. Uh I love it. Um, okay. What's for dinner tonight? salmon so wednesdays are salmon and swimming so my husband takes the kids swimming at the y and i make some sort of seafood i love it that's awesome okay and i love to end my interviews with this last question okay and it is what are you currently curious about or artistically curious about like i love history and stories and like things that have happened and i just have this imagination like i'm we live in this mining town where there's just like it's like, gosh, the things that must have happened here. So I have this kind of fun project where I'm taking like historic photos, like street scenes and melding that with today. Um, some of them, some of them are actual portraits of like weird figures in town and just kind of like creating like an in and out thing. Um, and it's just, it's like the one thing I'm doing right now, it's like, I don't need to make money on this. I told you I am going to, people have asked to buy prints. So I'm like, well, I can't like deny them to pay me money (laughs) right (laughs) but um, (laughs) but um I just like love this idea of what happened here before and yeah I love that awesome (laughs) well where can our listeners learn more from you Lisa yeah so uh the website is photobacon.com that's the main area honestly I've not really kept up with social media for photo bacon and there's also my personal like photography instagram which is instagram.com slash lisa wareham photography thanks for joining me today oh thank you so much oh that was such a great conversation so my friends if you have not snagged our handy dandy yearly planner make sure you head over to the show notes and download your copy. It's such a great way to start your year, or even if it's already midway through the year, grabbing the planner and just getting really strategic on planning your business and truly planning your life. I'm sending you so much of my light and my love today and every single day. We will see you next time.